Sharon, I have a listener email here. Yes. It's from young Peter Piper who writes, I'm having a hard time picking a pod. <laughs> well, if Peter Piper, you can't pick a pod. I don't know how many pods there are for Peter to pick from, but just pick a pod at random, perhaps. Does your voice go any higher than that? Oh, Peter Piper picked a pod. Well, Peter, you picked the right pod because we are going to be talking about normal stuff, surprising stuff, and decorating stuff. Excellent. Eh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, thanks for listening, you guys. This is the Mornings Rock Podcast from Show 97.7. It is a throwback Thursday. And with within a one-week span where Montreal saw Kiss, Tool, Wolfgang WVH, and Big Rack in town, mm-hmm. we want to know, and I'm sure for somebody, one of those shows was this. What's the most surprising concert that you've ever been to? The most surprising show you've ever been to? It can be for absolutely any reason, although it's always great when it's, you know, for, for a good reason. Mm-hmm. Right? Totally that. Because you don't want to be disappointed after spending all that money on tickets. Exactly. You put so much into it and then yeah. to get there and it's not, it's not that. And I'm sure that's happened as well. And you can let us know about that at 1197.7. Pat starts us off this morning. Ramstein. 10 feet from the stage. Everything was surprising. Also surprising that I left with any hearing. <laughs> they are a loud. Yeah. And they're in Jean Drapeau, man. At my place up at the top of Papineau, it's just like, what's that? Oh, Rammstein. Wow. Do. Do louder. <laughs> Do. Do louder. I saw uh, Blue Oyster Cult years ago at a small club in Ottawa, like really small. And I was surprised, similarly, at the, that I had any hearing left after that. Right. After the uh, quintessential drum solo that went on for, I don't know, 29 minutes. <laughs> but, like, I was surprised at, uh, and not necessarily pleasantly, about the how loud it was. It was bonkers. Yeah. The first time I saw these guys live from 1197.7, the energy on stage... Collective Soul. I only knew one or two songs when I went to the show. Tons of energy. That is from Corey. 1197.7. You can call as well. Let us know what your most surprising concert was ever. Throwing it way back. Frosted tips, wristbands, and acid wash jean jackets. It's a throwback Thursday. On Mornings Rock with Jay, Sharon, and Chantal. Show 97.7. Hey guys, love the show. Thank you. Thank you. Most surprising concert I've ever been to in the spring of 1994. I saw a then unknown band open up for House of Pain at a club in Minneapolis. They blew the roof off the place and were handing out ka-singles on the way out the door. <laughs> that ka-single was... <laughs> Rage Against the Machine, opening for House of Pain. Wow. Jump around! Jump around! <laughs> jump up, jump up and get down! Ka-singles. Ka-singles, man. You're just tripping some memory buttons right there. Oh Thank you for goodness. that. Yeah. Thank you for that text. Also, um, back in the early 80s, we went to see the Cars, said Steve. He said Bram Tchaikovsky opened for them. He said they were hyped to see the Cars. Surprisingly, they stunk. Uh-oh. But Bram Tchaikovsky was excellent. Mental note to Google them later and listen <laughs> on, my, on my playlist. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Thanks, Steve. 514-790-0977. Surprise concert experiences. Bring them on. George, what was your surprising concert? Uh, I can't remember the exact year. If it was 77 or 78. I went Who can, to really? Bob, 
Bob Seger. Oh. And the opening act, I think they were called the Powder Blues. Yeah. Powder Blues Band. Remember them? Yes. <laughs> and during the show, uh, like near the end of the show, some of the horn players from the Powder Blues came on stage and worked with his saxophone player. That would be cool. It was an incredible show. Incredible. Oh, nice. And wow. I think it cost me $4. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I just want to let you guys know that and show them rocks. And uh, I listen to you every morning. I'm up at 2.30 in the morning. Oh, I'm wow. In truck, I'm in my truck at uh, 5.30, and you guys come in for 6.30. Make my day. Awesome. Bless you, George. Thank you so much for the kind words, and have an amazing day, my man. You too, the ladies and gentlemen. Take care of yourself. Show them rocks. Right on. <laughs> Drive safely. We're asking you what's the most surprising concert you've ever been to. I went to college at Loyalist College in Belleville, Ontario, and took, wait for it, radio broadcasting. And the very first <laughs> pub that they had, they used to do them in the cafeteria. Yep. It's usually an opening band and a band. The headliner was a band from Kingston <laughs> called The Tragically Hip. Oh. And it was the first time that I saw them, literally in a cafeteria, ended up standing on the tables. Amazing. Last American Bring Down, last it just all the stuff that made the first record, just fantastic. So that a pleasant surprise to see a brand new band who turn up to be Canadian legends. Oh my gosh! You never no forget kidding. the first time, right? You never, never. Now- Eleven ninety seven seven. The best was Sepultura last year. Ooh. I bought the tickets pre COVID. Show canceled. Three years later, I got a notification on my phone. The show was the same night. Came home from work, dropped my boots, and went right down to the pit. <laughs> nice. Uh, 1197.7 Surprising concert experiences Hopefully surprising good Steve had texted earlier this morning saying uh, That he had gone to see the cars And it was surprisingly not good That they weren't good Right Which is That's You spend all your money right It's tough it's also subjective. The Cars were the first show I ever, the first concert I'd ever been to legit in my life. My yeah. 11th or 12th birthday. Yeah. Motels in the Cars and my dad took oh, me. Oh, nice. And, and they were great that night. Of course, what did I know? I'd never been to a concert before. <laughs> <laughs> they might have had a bad night when Steve saw him. I remember in, uh, I went to San Francisco and drove down to LA, uh, 1998. And uh, we went to the House of Blues on Sunset Boulevard, which was super cool. Yeah. And we just went for dinner, right? And whatever we were going to get, we didn't know anything. And we certainly didn't have tickets to the show that was about to happen, which uh, we found out while we were kind of in a common area and the space opened up. So like the upper floor opened, like it got broken in half and opened like that. Okay. So that the, it became a square and the what was the bar turned out to be something that looked down on the stage. Wow. It's like, oh my gosh, look at this. Um, and playing that night was Dave Wakeling. Wow. Dave Wakeling of the English Beat and then, of course, General Public. Yeah. That wouldn't suck. So super surprising because we had no idea what was going on. And the fact that the the building itself sort of structured into something that was visually super cool was next level. Dr. Evil shiznit right there. Yeah, it was so fun. Get your day started with Jay, Sharon, and Chantal. Show 97.7. Jay and Sharon. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. That's all right. You, You fix your headphones and I'll let everybody know that it's normal or no. There is no such thing as normal. Nope. No, no, no. So Sharon and I give you some scenarios. You tell us if they're normal or nope today. Like most things we end up talking about, it's food. <laughs> yeah, food and sleeping. Every once in a while, I'll look back on the week 
of all of our shows and of everything that we did because we keep pretty good records. Yeah. And I'm like, food, 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 food. Cars. Food reminiscing about music, food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> car, yeah, cars. So here's your normal or note for this week. Is it normal or new to mix up all the food on your plate together and then eat it? Also, is it normal or nope to eat each food one at a time? Lots of great responses at 11977, and we thank you for taking the time. Yeah, you know what? Wade and Point Claire, oh boy, mixing food is a challenge for me. I'm pretty sure it's a compulsive thing. I used to separate everything, but I've relaxed quite a bit over time. He says he has a friend in Calgary who eats the fries, then the burger, then the drink. No mixing. Man. Yeah. That's order right there. It's a recipe for indigestion. So that would be a nope for Wade in mixing the food up. For Jen, I'm with Sharon. There's a time and a place when you do mix. And a time when you should keep separate. So astute. I wasn't a fan of veggies and was told to eat the yucky ones first. Huh. It became a habit. Because my mom would never let me leave the table unless I finished. Yeah. I also really enjoy having the last bite be a delicious one. So for the most part, that's what I do. I like that idea. Yeah, get rid of the stuff you don't like first. There's very little I don't like, so... How about this? Bring it. Eat the stuff that gets cold fast first. Example, broccoli gets cold quick. It really does. That's why you have to like it all in all temperatures. How about this from (laughs) 1197.7? I love that you guys are talking about it. What I do is if I go get a burrito bowl for lunch, I bring it back to work and I shake it to evenly distribute everything in the burrito bowl. Then I take the top off and I eat it with the taco chips. My coworkers think I'm nuts. Yum. That is from Lance. Love Nut- the show. Thank you. Thank N- you, Lance. Nuts would be a nice add to that. <laughs> uh, normal or nope, straight out from Brian and Pankool. Nope. You don't mix your food or eat one at a time. This is definitely not normal. Well, you have to find... Ha- how do you eat, Brian? So he's not... How do you eat, man? How do you eat, Brian? <laughs> I guess he doesn't appreciate the chaos on the plate of mixing it all up. But like you said, this the adhesive nature of the mashed potato that attracts other foods to it. Yeah. Do you do that? Brian, I'm concerned about how you're eating. Brian, is, she has so many questions. Brian's eating in, in liquids. The Morning's Rock Podcast. So this apparently is the weekend you're most likely to get busy. Decorating wow. for Christmas. <laughs> oh, Inside and out. So we're wondering, naughty, naughty. We're wondering, do you decorate for Christmas with your partner or do they insist on doing it all? And you're basically just a spectator and or extra long arms to get stuff off of shelves. Well, monkey man, um, we're a... Monkey man. (laughs) With your long arms. Uh, At our house, it's it's a dual effort. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, and I will admit, I'm I'm stubborn and I'm a Taurus, and I I like things the way I like things. But I'm also open to okay, we'll put that there. Okay, we won't put that up this year. Okay, right. Let's try this. But I I love the togetherness of doing it. Okay. Ensemble. This is from Cannon Point Claire. Gouda Gouda morning. Going to bang a gong tonight, by the way. Oh, Going to be a rocking night. Love the damn truth. Just got to let you know it's for Christmas decor. Mm-hmm. My wife and I are a good team. I set up the tree inside. She decorates it. I decorate outside. Even set up a tree on the pool deck. Fun. And keep decorating for Valentine's, St. Patrick's Day, and Easter. That's fun. Show rocks. Right on. That is a smart way to to multi-purpose. No, no, no. That's not my Christmas tree. That's the Valentine's tree. <laughs> Just oh, focus, no. focus on the red lights. To St. Patty's. 
April Fools, look, it's Easter already. <gasps> look, the summer solstice. Hey, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa. So for me, I have a, I have a wife who um, is a DIYer mm-hmm. and you know, works in decor and decorating and stages houses for a living. So everything she does is excellent. So the upside of that is if I do something that's even remotely not perfect, mm-hmm. she immediately comes behind me and fixes it. That's the so, upside for you? Yeah, because then it I doesn't just get, bother you. I get to sit on the couch. No. Oh, good. God, no, I don't want to decorate. Oh, good. No, the last thing I want to do is that. I want to I want to sit back and watch it. And then when everybody comes in and they're like, oh, my God, your house is beautiful. Thank I'll be you. like, I was up all night. <laughs> and that joke's been done so many times that my friends are like, we know you don't do anything. <laughs> but I, I, I get it. Like, it's like her OCD, like, kicks in. Like, here's, I'll throw, I'll throw this up on my, it's up on my Instagram at Jay on Shome. Ooh, there's, that's pretty. There's the wreath she just finished making. Okay. For this year. So that's, that's a, very that's nice. Just started with the base. She spray painted. She bought. She did. You know, she designed. Everything's spaced perfectly. So I'm told. The closest I get to that. Yeah. Can you put this up on the hook outside? Hey, can <laughs> you take that off the hook and bring it in t- inside tonight so it doesn't freeze? It's as close as I get to decor. Put it on a hook. Take it off of a hook. I love your flooring too. Oh, thank you. Hey, guys, at our house, I'd love it to be dual effort inside and out, but Ben knows my OCD and how the slightest detail can bug me for weeks. See? Nah. It's all me at our place. There you Pumped go. to listen to the entire show for a change. That's Eric and Sherby. Thank Those you. Those are the Thank guys for that, man. Sherby. See, there you go. So I'm glad to know that, that I'm not alone. How about you? 11977. What's the power dynamic when it comes to Christmas decorating this weekend? Who's who's the boss? Who's wearing the Christmas balls? Human <laughs> of genius. Today, we salute you, Mr. Too Many Christmas Decorations Guy. (laughs) Mr. Too Many Christmas Decorations Guy. Only you can express Christmas with enough flashing lights to convince commercial airlines they're directly over Las Vegas. Merry blankety freaking Christmas now. You couldn't squeeze another plastic reindeer in your yard with a chainsaw and a shoehorn. Welcome to the North Pole now. One more strand of lights and legions of the homeless will gather in your yard for warmth. They can see my house from space now. So go ahead. Inflate another 16-foot snowman. Wire up another giant plastic candy cane. Because even Santa knows you're just one dancing elf away from a mental institution. Mr. <laughs> too many Christmas decorations. There's always somebody in your street that overdoes it, right? Light him if you got him. Light him, light him up. <laughs> Do you guys feel that the ratio of, of decor to home is is good? Do you feel like you're a house that goes overboard? Do you under like my house is understated? I would say there's never too much. I think that we are the exact right amount, Jay. Good. Well, that's exactly what it is. If your if your exact amount of, of much is too much or not nearly enough, that's right. your yes. choice. I th- well, we certainly have more on the outside than than some of the houses on our street. Right. But it's not like over. You know, I think it's 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 uh, I think it's perfect. <laughs> certainly, it's been on for longer than a lot. Like we did it after the weekend of uh, Remembrance Day. Of course, so we lit it all. That's up. when it's respectful to start. Yeah, and then you can go crazy. Yeah, and on the inside of the house, it's fairly not understated. I mean, you know, it's Christmas. We've got we've each got things from uh, when we grew up. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, super cute stuff that just uh, gets you in the feels. You know, where do we all stand on inflatables in the yard? Like, how many is too many? I'd say one. I saw Santa face down in my neighborhood the other day. <laughs> That's like, great. He was inflated. He just 
pshoom, on his yeah. face. I'm like, well, too many trips to the Nog Bowl. Too many trips. It's Already. The, that's the bad Santa. Yeah, dial it back, the, Santa. It's the Billy Bob Thornton inflatable. <laughs> yeah. Steve wrote us a great... A great text at 11977. Yeah, it's true. He says, morning, guys. Steve here. We put up our tree last weekend. Did all the He does all the utilitarian stuff, like taking the tree out of storage, right. taking down the decorations from the high shelves with my reach since Preach. I'm 6'4". Uh, he says, my wife and kids put together the tree while I, being a DJ that I am, played 90s jams during the process. Uh, he says, at the end, I picked up the kids so they could put the star on top. This is what works best for us. He says, I don't have to tell you what would happen if I were to put an ornament near the same ornament. <laughs> See? <laughs> I am so not alone, and that makes me feel so much better about my life. <laughs> you have to stand back from your work and go, oh, too many of those things there, whatever. Yeah. You have to adjust. When it comes to Christmas decorating, is it 50-50, or is one of you pretty much just the reacher, the get-off-the-shelfer, and the refiller? As in the wine glass. <laughs> asking one. asking for a friend. All jobs are important. <laughs> Everybody's got a role to play. And play that role well. You sure. should. I like this from Steve. We have neighbors, Carl and Jen, across from us. They're known as the Griswolds. At this time of year, it's usually pretty dark when I live for work. But with their house lit up, I can easily see the keyhole so I can lock my door. That's how bright their house is across the street from me. That's what makes February so hard, I bet. No kidding. They took the lights Dark, down. Exactly. What's going on? Uh, Pat the roofer, succinct, said, um, I'm the one hanging stuff up. My wife Allison is 5'2". I'm 6'4". So it's knowing your roles, knowing what your strengths are. Uh, at our house, Jay, we share the roles. We share the duties. We both do stuff. Though I do the outside stuff. I like the whole system of remembering and I wish I did remember how I put the lights on every year, but I took notes one year so I would remember which, you know, which string goes on that shrub and how do I connect it with that cord. So I've got detailed notes. I take care of the outside, but wow. both Deb and I do the inside stuff. Okay. Yeah. But that's completely outdoor sharing job. Yeah. Hey, guys, at our house, I'd love for it to be a dual effort inside and out, but Ben knows my OCD and the slightest detail bugs me for weeks. So no. <laughs> Get out of the way. By the way, it's been great to listen to your entire show for a change because of my schedule. Eric and Sherby, thank you, man. We appreciate that. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Just got to let you know, as far as Christmas decorations go, we're a good team. I set up the tree inside. She decorates it. I decorate outside. We even do a tree on the pool deck and keep decorating for Valentine's, St. Patrick's Day and Easter. Wow, festive. Nice, man. Shower thoughts. Those Monday musings that seem to only come while you're lathering your loofah. Yeah, it is a, a bit of a wet one this morning, isn't it? Uh, Jay. Hope so. I'm, I'm having a problem with the faucet here, but I just want to start by saying a bit of a mind blow on a Monday that your first birthday is actually your second birthday. Oh, uh, yeah, because you're celebrating the first anniversary of your birth. Yeah. Yeah, that. All right. There we go. Phew, sorry about that, you guys. Nothing worse than a dry shower. It was the flux capacitor. Usually is. They need to replace it. We're talking about this this morning. When you want to go to sleep, mm -hmm. the only way to do it, pretend you're sleeping. Yeah, I tried that. Didn't work. At all. <laughs> How about this, Jay? Money doesn't grow on trees, and yet banks refer to themselves as branches. Uh -huh. What? Interesting. It's like they're messing with us. You know... It's pretty wonderful how the majority of people who know how to ride a bike know how to do so because someone cared enough to teach them. That is nice. Isn't that nice? It's really nice. 
Don't worry, I'm going to ruin it with my next one. <laughs> Do you know that sometimes we say vase and sometimes we say vase? Oh. But you never hear anyone doing that to base. Like, you'd never hear... Awesome hey, boss? That guy just stole second balls. <laughs> you just don't hear it. You know the difference between vase and vase, right? Well, 400 bucks. <laughs> you know, it's interesting that tobacco companies kill their best customers and condom companies kill their future customers. Huh. You're right. You did wreck it with that one. <laughs> Told you. <ya. laughs> Let me jack up the water a little bit here. I'm curious to know as far as our next step goes in this shower, why doesn't it bother us more that the word poo is in the stuff that we use to wash our hair? <laughs> if you think about it, you're getting ripped off. Because <laughs> it's a sham. <laughs> that doesn't contain, contain yeah. any. Yeah. Where's my poop? <laughs> and finally, the sounds that dinosaurs make. Yeah. The ones that we see in movies. Yeah. Had to be made up by somebody because there was nobody there at the time. So how the hell would they know what they sound like? That's an, all that's an alligator. That sounds a lot like a, a dinosaur. Here's how Montreal wakes up. Good morning. This is the Morning's Rock Podcast with Jay Sharon and Chantal. Show 97.7. We will leave you with the random and the nonsensical. <laughs> but first, allow us to bid you a fond adieu as we do by saying... <gasps> Bye. Jay? Jay! <laughs> All right, I gotta do this one without him. Here's some stuff you may have missed. The best and worst of the week that was completely out of context. Ooh. It's Morning's Random. How big is it now? Uh, it's really uh, small now. Like okay. an inch, an inch uh, thick? Oh, how dick I am sometimes. That was wearing the Christmas balls. <laughs> I can always give you the absolute <laughs> worst and most unhealthy option in any situation. Anywho, you guys. The giraffe just pulled and pulled and pulled and pulled <laughs> and pulled until eventually... And that's how you have the draft. Wow. Yum. Chili. Chili, chili. Yum. <laughs> nailed it. That's pretty on point. I absolutely nailed it. On the nose. You can keep your mornings rocking. Follow Shom, Jay, Sharon, and Chantel on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep the conversation rolling all day long.